0: One of my guys man and played against him in college uh probably the best sharpshooter that i personally know you know current professional basketball player he's playing the nba the g league multiple countries overseas throughout europe you know obviously just finished up the season in germany you know division two product playing at both glenville state and fairmont state where he had a ton of success i mean multiple conference awards hit 11 threes in the game before at fairmont state so obviously that speaks <laughs> volumes a big man of faith, man, with incredible stories. We're very blessed to have him here today, ladies and gentlemen. We got Jamil Morris. Jamil, how you feeling today, bro?
1: Good, man. Can't can't complain, man. Can't Fact complain. Right.
0: No doubt, no doubt. And, you know, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I know you've been uh, you know, having to get the schedule figured out, obviously with the sun and everything too. Yeah, um, nah, man. Everything it's just, like that.
1: It's actually, you know, with the people you've had on here, bro. It's an honor to be on this, bro, for the. To be, you know, a person that you consider to want to be on her. So, you know, I appreciate you for having me, man. Honestly. No
0: doubt. No doubt. I appreciate you too, man. So, you know, kind of just starting off right up from the top, Jamil, you know, where did your personal walk with Christ, you know, first begin for you?
1: Mm-hmm. I would honestly say, you know, we always talk about it and, um, you know, you think you do in high school or growing up. I would say, mm-hmm. honestly, um, when I, when I tore my ACL um, and at Fairmont, my first yeah. year, uh, and it, it kind of just—I would say like I didn't it didn't really hit me yet until you know I kind of just—it's something that never happened to me before. Obviously, I never been any major injuries, nothing broken, nothing like that. So mm-hmm. um, it was just something I questioned it. Like I questioned God why this happened. Like you know, at a at a high point, I'm feeling good. You know, everything. I got my I'm about to start playing. You know, after red shirt in Fairmont because of the transfer mm-hmm. rule. Uh, body felt great and then that happened and i say honestly bro i was able to play that year with my acl torn yeah i played that whole year with my acl torn and that's when i knew i was like okay like like god is working through me like you know mm-hmm. so it kind of like that's when i really started walking into it when i knew how he could take the game away from you and then i knew yeah. and then like once i seen him be blessed me to be able to do that it kind of just i was like i can't question him no more like you know, ever since then, it's just been it's just been strong. Ever since, I, I want to say strong. I, obviously, we can always do better, but mm-hmm. um, it definitely helped me start in a stronger walk in my fa- in my face.
0: Yeah, yeah. Facts. I mean, that's that's an interesting take too. Cause I mean, a lot of times, like you said, as basketball players, you know, we kind of glorify the game in a way, and you know, obviously the identity piece, man, because you know, we based upon performance within the game. So it's like. Uh-huh. Sometimes, you know, we might need God to take it away from us just slightly, a little bit that we can learn to really appreciate him, you know, knowing that he's the one that's actually controlling our abilities on the court, you know, controlling mm-hmm. our attributes and our skills and everything, man. And, um, you know, obviously that's a full testimony within itself because I didn't even know you played like on the torn that, that season. Mm-hmm. Was like, that was the, um, your junior season. Wasn't it at
1: Fairmont? That was my, that was my junior season at Fairmont. Yeah
0: yeah man that's crazy that that's really <laughs> and that's honestly a, a bigger testimony to just show you like if you walking with god bro like he gonna strengthen you up because i ain't never heard nobody playing on all like fully playing on the tour like i ain't never, i ain't never heard yeah it, go, man, it, was,
1: it was it was it was crazy it was just something like because i could have you know i could have sat out and you know yeah. and got a medical but i had just registered the season before so I, the, the chances of me getting the medical were slim and they said I wouldn't have found out until after my senior year was finished. And, mm. you know, I kind of didn't want to take that chance, bro. And, um, it was like, it was crazy. Cause I felt like I could still move. Um, mm. I mean, obviously my knee didn't feel perfect, but it didn't feel bad to where I couldn't move. Mm. I was still testing it out and moving around. Of course I was, like I said, I was praying about it just, uh, not really knowing what's going to happen you know but I just trusted it to you know I guess you know he knows what he's doing better than I know what, I, what I'm doing and exactly. that it was you know so we you know they put a brace on it and the doctor say no I've seen it done it's not easy but I've seen it done so we could try it out and it's it. amazing enough I sat out like the next two games and the first game back and Talk to my you know, it was I was nervous, bro. I was nervous, you know. Yeah. You know, I didn't know what to do, I just prayed about it, bro. I was like in the situation, I just prayed all day about like this just nervous just throughout the whole day. And we were playing at Lincoln in, in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And um and that coach, you know, Calhoun was like, you know, we're gonna try it out. If you like it, you know, we're gonna keep on going. If, if mm-hmm. you don't, you know, we're just gonna shut it down and try it next year and see what happens with the medical. And I came out and had thirty-five. And it was yeah, and, and it was just like <laughs> yeah. okay, like it, it. Once that happened, bro, it's like I said, it's easier to glorify God when things are going well, you know. Mm-hmm. But after that, I was just like, yeah, I, I'm not questioning Him no more, bro. And then I just it just went on from there, man. It was it was it was amazing, bro. It was, and then that season was probably my best college season mm-hmm. out of the whole four years.
0: Yeah, facts, man. Definitely a big like a that's a huge testimony, bro. Just seeing how he kind of turned what could have seemed as a negative situation to a positive i'm mm-hmm. pretty sure you know you influenced and you know inspire a lot of other people you know throughout that specific part of your journey
1: um within mm-hmm. itself
0: man so i definitely think that's a big key and you know obviously and i was actually thinking about it on my way back to the house this morning from a uh, workout man it's like i was seen i'm like man if it was one specific athlete that i could personally say that represents you faith being unbreakable faith it definitely is you bro just upon based upon what you shared just now but also you know just behind the scenes i mean D2 guy, you know, going from there to a fourth division in Italy, uh-huh. which is like, you know, for a lot of people who don't really know the basketball scenario, like you know, Italy fourth league is kind of lower. I mean, obviously, from there, you did a lot of groundwork hitting up coaches, grinding, uh emailing GMs and things of that nature. And then from there, obviously you pay money for that G League trial. And obviously, from it was history from the rest of there. I mean, plenty of opportunities came after that. And obviously, you talk about it a little bit more. So in terms of, you know, that whole unbreakable, faith, unbreakable faith piece for you, Jamil, how big of a role has, you know, that whole faith piece played in your journey? You know, post college, you know, trying to grind your way up into this whole professional career, you know, where you're at right now.
1: You know, I, it's just trusting. I've just learned to try to, and it's gotten better. I've learned to trust what he has for me. And, yeah. um, there was a point in time again where I got a little too ahead of myself. Um, or you know, there's a when I was leaving Italy, and you know, I had nowhere to go. Like I said, you know, it's it's low, so I'm I put up twenty a game or whatever. But mm-hmm. they're like, you know, I can't teams, or I can't respect that, you know. And uh, I'm emailing coaches I, you know, humbling myself. I had a lot of humility, mm-hmm. hum- emailing coaches and and agents and things like that. Nothing, nothing's coming back because of where I played. And uh, I would have to say, I'll also say, my coach. Uh, who, you know, I say built me from the ground up in college to where I am now, Uh, Joe Mazzula who's with Boston. He was strong in his faith. And, you know, I was with him every day, which he, you know, harped on me every day about that. So that also played a big part in as well. I don't want to take that away. But, um, you know, he told me about the G League opportunity. And then obviously, you know, that G League situation happened the way it was. But what I was going back to saying that how I got brought back down was after I got into G League, I got a little ahead of myself. I, Mm -hmm. I, I lost that humility. And I'm looking at – I'm comparing myself to guys who are signing certain deals in certain places, and uh, I I deserve this, and I deserve that. Fired my agent, got a new agent, and, uh, you know, I'm just, you know, going to a place where I didn't feel like he really wanted me to be. Mm -hmm. And uh, there, you know, I really – you know, I wasn't focused. You know, I was there. It was – you know, I was – basketball was going well for me. I was playing extremely well. Um, You know, but just outside, you know, just hanging out with my teammates, you know, Drinking and stuff on my team, and which is, you know, but it's like I was a little arrogant at the time. I got a little yeah. arrogant because I had, you know, some success. And then God brought me right back down. I tore my ACL again. And mm. uh, I tore on and my, This And
0: this was when you was in the G at that point? Th- this is
1: after the G. I went to... Mm. This is my first year in Europe after the G. And yeah. I went to Croatia and tore my ACL again. Mm. And, it, like, again, it just brought me back down. And ever since then, bro, it's been, you know, I don't question what you do. I don't try to rush things. I don't try to... You know, force things that spurred to happen. Bro, I just let let things and let God just work how he's how he's supposed to, bro. Because, you know, I've like I said, that's the only way I've had success. Um, yeah. You know, that's how that's how the G League came. You know, when I when I was down, now thinking that I knew he was going to bring something to me, I just didn't know when. Uh, and then the G League opportunity like blessed itself, and like I said, for a second I lost myself after that because I had so much success in the G League. You know, went to the G League top forty camp. Uh, was one of the top performers there played in the NBA summer G- with Detroit you know so I thought you know I was gonna be up here like you know my value is here and that's not necessarily I still had to take steps and mm-hmm. I like I said I lost myself within that and I got brought right back down. And you know that's with taking care of my body, uh taking the game, no not not uh taking advantage of the game, not cheating the game and um like i said and I, and I won't make that mistake again bro because because like you know, i said god has a way of you know handling things how he wants to handle it and you know when you try to force Him to do things yourself you know it doesn't go the way you plan it to because that's it's his plan yeah. it's not your plan
0: so exactly And i mean at the end of the day you, great point i mean it is his plan at the end of the day man and it's i guess it's tough too i mean it's something i personally struggle with in terms of like okay i'm trying to plan this that and the third out you know i'm trying to play here play there play over there but mm-hmm. it's just like god might he might have another you know quest for you and it's like man like i ain't feeling this god but at the end of the day you really just got to sit back and trust him because me at the end of the day bro like he wouldn't give you nothing you can't handle one and two you know Mm -hmm. whatever his plan is is greater than anything we could even ever try to think of that is good for our you know our well-being and stuff like that too so i definitely that's a perfect testimony of that man for sure and
1: like and one more even adding on to that talking about that it's crazy because mm-hmm. of how he worked and how you're trying to force things. So when I was leaving the G league, a coach from Poland called me yeah. and it was a, it was a good job, but the money wasn't all the way. That wasn't where I thought I should have been. And I was like, nah, like I'm not going there. Even though it was a good league, it was a good league. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, like I'm not going there, man. I'm not doing this. And the money's not there. Coach wanted me said I can I can see you. I, you. I see a lot of value in you. And, I ended up going to Croatia, and that's when that situation happened. It's crazy because I went back to Poland to play for that same exact coach.
0: Wow. And he was like, You remember? <laughs> yeah.
1: I was the one that was calling you out of the G League and wanted you. And he was like, Oh, like I remember now, and I had one of my more successful seasons, you know, that's actually catapulted me in Europe, you know, to help mm-hmm. me get to where I am now. So it's crazy how it all works full circle. Like I was probably I should have probably went there in the first place. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, it's crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it, it really all come with time. And then just, you know, as the more like we mature in our faith and just mature in that walk in Christ, like I'm, an, I'm honestly trying to get to the point now to where I just got that discernment like that. Like I don't even have to think twice about right. what I think is good for me and what God is, you know, knowing what's good for me too. So definitely a big testimony, man, for sure. So obviously, you know, Jamil, being where you currently are in your career, you know, you kind of came into the game as an underdog, respectfully in a way. Um, You know, obviously grinding your way up, you know, so many opportunities after opportunities, you know, just continually working, continuously getting better each and every year. So in terms of like, you know, any other basketball players who might be tuning to this podcast or even just any underdogs in general, kind of explain how hard the climb was for you. And what advice would you also offer, you know, other underdogs, you know, trying to be successful, you know, grinding their way up from the bottom in a way.
1: Uh, it's not easy, man. There's, uh, everybody thinks, you know. Where we see us at there wasn't no up and downs. Like there's plenty mm-hmm. of up and downs and people don't see that's behind the scenes. You know, you go through, you know, like I said, you go through many highs. I had highs and I've had lows. Um, and what I could say to younger hoopers is that you have to have to stay the course. You have to stay your course because um you might not see it now, but you gotta see the end goal. You gotta see there's a vision. If you have a vision where you wanna be, you can get there, but you have to stay the course no matter what happens. Right. So, you know, I'm you know, I'm coming from when I was in high school, I was on a team I was good in high school. Uh, my mm-hmm. high school team was good. You know, we went to the state finals for my junior year. We had three, four Division one players. And um, one of the best dudes to go through, Gahanna, and, um, was the same class as me. And rightfully so. And I didn't really, you know, so I had to play my role. I averaged like maybe nine, ten points a game my senior year. I didn't start mm-hmm. until my senior year. And. I didn't play for the best AAU teams, you know, none of that. And I had one offer, and that was Glenville coming out. So I had one offer coming out, which was Glenville, which is a coach that believed in me, which is Rob Summers, who's at Miami of Ohio now. Um, I used to rebound for him when I was younger. Um, And he was coming back from playing overseas, and and Mm -hmm. he ended up being a coach. At Glenville, and then he also went went to Get two years back, and you know he seen me at this All Star game and offered me like right on the spot. Not he told me to come on a visit, and then after that, you know I went on a visit, did my thing there, and he's like, "Listen, you come here, I'm gonna just let you just just play, like just play, and you know, play like you're at the Y mm-hmm. And and it, it kind of it just panned and it panned out for me, bro. And he then I you know met Joe Mazzulla while I was there, and he kind of just took like something I had that was raw and just kind of polished it and we yeah. um, just put a work ethic to it, put faith to me um, and polished my skill set. And, you know, now I'm playing against guys that, that I watched growing up, mm-hmm. you know, you had Quinn Cook on here, you know, I'm not wa- watching Quinn Cook and, uh, you know, now I'm playing now I'm in the G League showcase and Now I'm playing against him, matched up with him. Mm-hmm. And, you are know, playing against, you know, the guys like Marcus Page, you play at UNC, you're playing against guys you know, I was down the street from West Virginia. Now I'm playing on their TBT team. And, exactly. you know, the Ohio State guys, you know, all know me well and have respect for me now. These are guys, you know, you grew up watching. And I'm playing against these guys and they got respect for me. It's not that I'm playing, I'm competing, you know, at a high level against these guys. And which if you told me that when I was in high school, I knew my confidence said yes. But realistic at the time, it was no. Because... Yeah these guys are McDonald's old Americans and NBA high major schools. And I'm, I got a barely has an offer from Glenville state, mm-hmm. you know? So now, you know, you get to these points and it's just, it's just staying the course, man. So like I said, if there's anybody, you know, I could tell these young guys, man, you just got to stay the course. And if you have a vision, you just got to continue just to try and work for it and don't get deterred by anything. There's going to be some things that try to bring you down. There's going to be some highs and a lot of, a lot of lows. There's no mm-hmm. straight line to try and get to where you need to get to but and even at the guys at the high level they went through highs and lows too it just looks better because they're you know at that stemming downs level. all
0: americans and
1: yeah mm-hmm. you know but they go through their own you know trials and tribulations that they have to go through themselves um but for me like i'm i'm vulnerable enough to if anybody asks me a question so like i'm not ashamed to tell people what i made my first year and to what i you know to where i am now and uh but like i said it's just stay in the course and just stay in, just know your path and just got to stay on it and don't get deterred by or get you know what i want to say don't don't get deterred and don't get you know put down if something doesn't go your way because it's all yeah. part of the process
0: mhm at the end of the day i mean it, it really is all part of the process man just god plan too and i mean i'm personally learning this myself like a lot of times those challenges that might come, they only there to get you stronger. Like, mm-hmm. cause for the next, whatever next level that you're really trying to get to is going to require more, whether it mm-hmm. be more discipline, more, you know, work ethic in that, whatever regard that you're working in, um, just a little bit more sharper focus. So, you know, all those challenges that come with the process, like they supposed to be there for a reason. Like exactly. it wasn't even supposed to be easy if you was going, if you was supposed to get to the top of the top, like it ain't going to be easy. It wasn't never supposed to be easy. So I definitely got some really good point. Exactly, not, man. Man. I, mm-hmm. I I
1: was, I remember being at going to, you know, how it is trying to go to them showcases out in Vegas, man. Mm-hmm. I remember going to a global summer league showcase in Vegas, the, um, the year after the, this Italy mm-hmm. and playing in that. And, you know, obviously painted pain and playing in that no recognition. Like, you know, I was trying to play the game the right way. Didn't really, you know, didn't really work out to my favor. And, um, you know, I had a coach from Finland that was, you know, coaching my team and like I said, it was and I played well, but I didn't, you know, it wasn't enough to obviously be seen by anybody. That next summer I was in NBA Summer League and it came back to watch them and had like three yeah. coaches that were the same coaches there offered me to come play for the team in Europe in the same spot. It's crazy how it all comes full circle. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's 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 amazing, man, how God worked. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Just
0: keep putting in that work and trusting him, man. He'll definitely yeah. show you what's, what's really for you, bro. So I definitely, that's a key point. So, you know, obviously Jamil within this world we live in in 2022, obviously, as I'm sure you've seen the conversations about faith and God, they really starting to slow down and kind of play second string to a lot of other worldly things. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously you use your platform in the past, plenty of time to talk about faith and God, but. I wanted to personally ask you, has it ever been difficult for you to kind of be like that Christian athlete or, you know, just openly talk about their faith? Because, you know, it's not a thing that's really getting, you know, a lot of people don't really cherish that anymore.
1: I think it's because people are afraid to they think it's like a strong subject. and People don't want to they might come off a certain way. It's not comfortable to people, Mm. you know, so they might think it might be corny or uh, they're not trying to hear that, you know, but. You know, you're not, you can't deny God. Like, you need, I don't have none of this abilities or whatever I have in life, you know, the abilities I have, my wife, my son. I don't have none of this without God, you know. So I'm not afraid to go out here and tell because if you, if they see me, you're the next guy with all the success and glorifying God doing it, that next person see, oh, wow, you know, it's working for them. Like, why don't, yeah, you got it. Your job is to, it might not work, but your job is to spread, you know, God's message. And love for what, in your testimony for what he's doing for you, for what he can mm-hmm. do for the next person. It might not be the same way for you; it might be in a different way. But all you, all we can do is our job is continue to try to spread, you know, his message for what he's doing for us and in the world in general. And whether it's what it's up to them to whether they receive it or not, you know. But I just think people, a lot of people don't think that way. But a lot of people, like I said, they just don't want to make people feel uncomfortable or they're uncomfortable themselves sharing, you know, sharing their faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: facts. I mean, that's definitely a really, really good point, too, man, because, I mean, just that that whole piece of people not being truly comfortable with it, whether it be within themselves or just that testimony. Like, that's honestly something that I personally dropped all that fear. I'm like, man, like, God bless me with this platform, bro. So, you know, just being that, able to have an opportunity to tell those stories of faith through other people and even through my personal experience, bro. Like, I kind of just dive. I, I dove into it and, and even look back from there because it's like I know people need. You know, that spiritual food in the wakes. I mean, the world you go on social media right now, you're just gonna see a lot of just negativity. I mean, even if you hop on the news, there's just so many so many things going on in the world today, bro. So, you know, obviously having a guy like you come on and share, you know, openly, you know, not being afraid to, you know, talk about your lower experiences in life, you know, how it kind of propelled you to the point where you are now through faith and through your relationship with God. I think that's definitely key, bro. And um, you know, definitely looking to, you know, have a lot of younger guys. You know, hop on here the podcast, and um, you know, really just get the spiritual motivation from you. You know, I'll obviously be able to apply it to their basketball careers and their life too, man. So, I definitely appreciate you taking out that time in that regard too. So, man, but obviously, Jamil, you know, like I said, we ain't gonna be long today, man. I appreciate you taking out the time and everything for us today. Is there anything that you would want to lead the fans with?
1: Um, just, just you know, even you know, whoever you have on here, the Hoopers. Or whoever's on here, man, just know like when we have our platforms for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. We have our stories, our testimonies, and our platforms, and we have to use it because God blesses with these, you know, everything that we go through. You know, I think everything I've gone through playing with a 20 CEO, playing in low leagues, playing in camps, and not, you know, being ranked or not, you know, being highly recruited or whatever the case may be, um, you know, it's all part of the testimony. And that's our platform for the next generation. Um, for them to see and just to know it's possible. So, if somebody says, Oh, someone's in my situation, oh, what is, you know, Tom ACL, or, you know, what am I going to do? You know, you, it's been done, you know, or Mm -hmm. I haven't, you know, I'm not being ranked right now. I'm not being, I'm getting overlooked. It's been done, you know, and say your situation, you were, you know, you always had guys that they try to put over you at Charleston, but you still Mm -hmm. managed to try and make, make yourself seen to where you are now. You know what I'm saying? You were, you went from, you know, there was no, like, you not missing this dude on the scouting report. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, and so that's why people, you know, we have these platforms for a reason, bro. So we just got to make sure we just use it to the best of our abilities and spread the word as much as we can. It's not easy. You know what I'm saying? We all mess up, you know, and we're not perfect. I think that's another reason why people are afraid to... Mm-hmm. uh to to spread you know that message because you know they might think well i do this stuff how they gonna look at me because i do we all mess up we're not perfect we're not meant to be perfect so um that's what i have to say that's my that's my you know last thing i have to say
0: yeah for sure bro i definitely appreciate you taking out the time again Jamil. this definitely made a really good episode bro and i'll be looking forward to airing this one bro i appreciate you man
1: no i appreciate you man for sure